date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. Hey everybody, episode 57. 57. Sharon's back with me today. Yay! And we've been talking a lot. We always talk about connection and we talk about compatibility. And we thought, well, let's do this. Let's like break it down because there's more to connection than I think what a lot of people think. There's a lot of different areas. Oh, yeah. So, like, what kinds of connections are there, Sharon? Okay. Well, this was something I think we need to talk about because I always hear people talk about they're usually a breakup. It's usually a breakup visit, <laughs> a breakup session. When the pain hits. Yes. Um, it's like, I don't understand how it didn't work. We had this amazing connection. And I'm like, okay, this amazing connection. Like, tell me about that. And they're like, we sat across the table from each other for dinner and we talked and we talked and we talked and we just talked about everything. And I'm like, describe everything. <laughs> describe everything. You know, a good coach asking those good questions. You know, because a lot of times we have an area of connection that we're very strong in, but maybe we're not strong enough in the other areas. And then people go, Oh, there's areas. <laughs> right. Because there's more than one kind of connection. Yes, because they've connected on some level, but we need to connect on more than one level. We need to make sure that we have connection in all the areas. And maybe some are going to be stronger than others, but we need to make sure that we are connecting in all the areas. Should we talk about the yes. areas? Yes. What are the areas, Sharon? I know them, but she knows them. <laughs> all you right. all know them too. Yes. So we're going to make it really clear. They're going to be on the front of your brain. That's right. Okay. Emotional connection. This is all the feelings. Now, this is an important thing because a lot of people, especially in our situations, in a divorce or widowed situation, we talk about the emotional parts of our lives. Yes. Because it's important. It's well, it's important and it's easy because we've all been through crap. Oh, yeah. And so we can talk about the crappy parts of our lives with each other. And that provides us with this emotional connection. I've talked to several people who connected over the same divorce story. Yes, we've talked about that, connecting over the same divorce story. Which isn't necessarily a healthy thing. When we talk about emotional connection, we need to make sure we're talking about this as a safe place to share like real feelings. This got me down. More than maybe my divorce got me down, but I had a situation at work and that really got me down. So you're talking about feelings that come up in the present, uh-huh. not just yeah, bonding not just, over the past. Not, yes. And yeah, so really, really important. You know, yeah. And so it's like, oh, we have this emotional connection because we can both talk about our exes and the struggles with raising children alone or... You know, it is really interesting because um, I don't know who it was I was talking to the other day, but there's... Um, you actually, oh, I know it was. It was actually my stake president. He said there's actually research that shows that there's dopamine hits for negative, like negative um, bonding. Yeah, negative news. Like when you get into that place of scare, scarcity and all of that, like when we were in COVID and there was so much going on, yeah. there's a lot of chemicals that go on. It likes, it's like a dopamine hit. And so... I don't know if dopamine is the right, 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 right chemical, chemical, but there's, but it causes a spike. And so maybe you're bonding over the negative news from your yes, past yes. and it's causing this spike. Yes. You know, this high alert, this, yeah. yeah, the high alert spike. Yes. Um, 
yeah. So people mistake that as an emotional connection because they can talk about that openly when maybe they need to be talking about the present stuff. Like you said, the day to day, what happened at work? Oh my gosh, this woman at work is so horrible to me. And I know it's her problem and not mine, but I feel terrible when I leave work every day, you know, just day to day things, right? You know, I had the worst fight with my teenage daughter, you know, can you speak about, is it a safe place to talk about things like that? Things that are happening currently for you. Yes. And not just bonding over the divorce thing. Um, are, you know, emotional, can you express your needs? I'm really needing this today. I'm just really needing a relaxing evening today because today was very stressful. And how's you know? it received, right? Yeah. And the how re- is yes. the, the, the request and the reception of that, that's important. Yes. And that's part of the emotional connection. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So it's all, it's all the feeling stuff and it's all the feeling stuff every day. Yes. And, and the feelings comes with compassion and empathy. Does that person have the compassion and empathy? Yeah. To really receive and to that. And do you. And yeah. to you. Yeah. That emotional connection is super, super important. Yeah. So, okay. Emotional. Knocked that one down. Mental. So, you know I'm a nerd. And so somebody <laughs> who stimulates me mentally is just... Really attractive. Yes. Me too. Yes. Me too. It's like challenge me a little bit. We don't need to agree all the time with people. No, I want to be my mind to be expanded. Yes. You know, I want to have stimulating discussions. Yeah. Um, and for heaven's sakes, make me laugh. I want to laugh. I want to oh, make yeah. you laugh. Yes, the discussion should be stimulating, humorous. Fun. Yes, satisfying, challenging. New ideas you know? brought in. Yeah. New yes. perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. And even sharing that like through experiences. Yeah. You know? Now maybe you aren't the kind of person that needs that, that amount of mental stimulation. Like right. Sharon and I are both the same in that right. way, but maybe some of our listeners aren't that way. Then you really, really should match with someone this way. Um, I know I've heard people complaining online about, you know, about, not having the kind of conversation they want. They, right. They're they not matching the other person in their investment in the conversation. And so that's part of what we're talking yeah. about. Are they willing to match you in your willingness to invest in a conversation? Right. Right? Right. And some people, that's not as big a deal. You know, the right. mental stuff's not as big a deal. So, And then some people are just so agreeable that's not challenging at all. I, I think if, if there was another la- love language, uh, it would be like mental stimulation for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, challenge me a little bit. Make right, me explain. Right. Make me dig deep in my yeah. brain to give oh. you an answer. Yeah, I'm the same. Somebody yeah. who's super agreeable. Oh, 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 not for me. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to be. But, you know, I mean, everybody has their own opinions and that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, spiritual. Spiritual. Okay, a big question I get all the time is, should I date a non-member and should you so spiritual this is spiritual connection so you need to connect even if it's not religious on some level of spirituality does the non-member know you don't do things on sunday you know our religion isn't like other religions well would you say that spirituality and religion are the same in this way So as far as dating non-members, as far as dating non-members, we have to talk religion because if we want to stay faithful to our religion, we have the word of wisdom. You know, we have, um, you know, we follow the 10 commandments, you know, and I know other religions do, but maybe you're dating somebody non-religious at all. They need to understand. 
They yeah. need to understand. Um, I One of my girlfriends was dating someone less active, and she really had a problem with him going to get his 44-ounce Diet Mountain Dew every Sunday. Well, you know, yeah. So know what, know what that's, yeah. know, know the importance so you of that to, to you. you know, yeah. And are you on the same page maybe with your scripture study? This is, we're talking about connection, how you connect spiritually. Are you, are you on the same page? Are you both scriptorians? Are you both non-scriptorians? I know nothing about the scriptures. Me either. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're ta- when we're talking about connection, we, the, they need to be on a similar ground. Yeah. So I think the spiritual and the religious might be a little bit different. Uh, when we're both, when we're talking, yeah. When we're talking, cause, cause we're talking, you know, largely to a, yes. most of our, our listeners are, are LDS. Yes. So, yeah. So we're talking to, you know, that's, there's a lot of parameters there right. as we're trying to keep the commandments. And so how important is that for you? And do you need someone that's going to connect with that in that way with you? Right. And, you know, think about that long term. Right. Yeah. What's that going to be like for him to buy a Mountain Dew every Sunday while you're at church? You know, or even if he's at church with you, are you going to sit in the car while he goes into the 7-Eleven and gets his, That's you know, right. You know, so, um, and you know what? Some of those things are really workable. But it really annoyed her, it really because he knew where she was at, and he wasn't even making an effort to do that. And well, she's like, yeah. "Why can't he buy a twelve pack for Sunday?" Yeah, there's a there's a you disconnect know? there. Yeah, you know, there there was a disconnect, and and it was kind of like neither one of them was willing. But good for her for not, you know. Yeah, you know. But um, and are you someone that really needs and longs for deep spiritual conversations? I know I yes. am. I know I am. That's that's a big deal for me. Someone right. who's you know who can go to that place with me, mm-hmm. and not everybody can. Yeah, and that's so, something we find out through dating. Yeah, through dating, and it, you know, and they may be religious like you. They may be living the commandments, but they may not go to the same emotional depth or spiritual depth that you want. Right, and you know, some people kind of go through the motions of being. LDS, my husband called them Sunday Mormons. Yeah. Um, you know, they took the family to church. Maybe they even did FHE. You know, they went through the motions, but on some level, that's all it was. And it's yeah. like they, they really didn't care about, yeah. you know, scripture study or prayer or, yeah. you know, the things that we all do or maybe the word of wisdom or whatever. So spiritual connection, you do need to connect. Can you have those conversations? Yes. Okay. Last one, physical. Do we need to even talk about physical connection? Because you know what? This is something most of us even either know we have or don't have, right? Yes. It's like, oh, you know what? There was just kind of no physical. No, but, but, but that could grow over time. Yes. That could grow over time the more you get to know someone. Absolutely. But that's a very important part. I mean, you and I have talked about guys that we've known, that we've been compatible with, that we've had this great connection intellectually, great connection spiritually, and it's like, but the physical, it's like... The physical does have to be there. But, and you know, if you have a connection with somebody that on all the other levels, maybe give them a chance and see if the physical does grow. And if it doesn't, I mean, don't spend too much time. My nephew uh, recently got broken up with because she said um, she felt like it wasn't progressing. Huh. Your relationship needs to be progressing. Yes. If you're going to put the time into it and if you're going to be exclusive with somebody, especially, 
it needs to be progressing. And that means in these areas of connection as well. And physical is one of them. If you're trying this out and it's like, okay, you know, maybe I just need to kiss them and see if there's fireworks or, you know, they curl my toes because we all know the physical <laughs> is great, you know. But I think, if, I feel like even all four of them, I feel like sometimes we force, we force it to have someone in our lives. We force the connection, mm, yeah. you know, it's like, maybe he's not, but maybe if I just kiss him a couple times, maybe it's going to be fireworks. Maybe, maybe right. my feelings will change. And so if it does great, if it doesn't, you know, move along. Right. Yeah. You know, but when it comes to the connection, you need to have pieces and parts of all of them. You can't just go on. We felt, we both felt this great connection. Really describe that. What was that? What was that based on? Cause a lot of times. It's purely physical. Mm -hmm. And we probably are in denial about it or we mm -hmm. don't, or we don't see it. We don't realize that that's what it is. Right. And you know, because that's an easy one, you know, something to, to really, that would be helpful is to imagine yourself five or 10 years out with this person. Yeah. You know, day in, day out, you know, what's that, what would that be like? And yeah. if you can take your, your mind there, it can help give you some perspective for today. Right. And we're going to talk about that in compatibility. We're going to talk about like the future, but I, I wanted to talk first about some mistakes we make in connection. Okay. Okay. Sometimes someone who fills our needs, sometimes we're not filling our own needs and we're putting ourselves out there in a desperate way. And someone comes in and, and fills those deficits that we might have, you know, maybe we have a self-esteem problem and they tell us that we're pretty all the time and we think that fills it, mm -hmm. you know, that is not connection. No, that's not healthy. That is, that is false connection. That's not yeah. a real connection. And so that needs to be addressed. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, I feel so good about myself when I'm around this person. You know, yeah, you should. They should be adding to your happiness, but not compensating it. Because you don't feel that yes. feel that way about yourself yes. when they're not there. Yes. Yeah. Um, and relying on them for that. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I need to talk to them because I'm feeling low. I need validation. I need something that they need to fill. So that's one thing. And the next one was basing everything on the physical. Are we forcing the spiritual connection? Are we forcing the emotional connection? Oh, it's okay. He doesn't want to hear about my day. Or it's okay. She's just doesn't even care that... I love computers so much and won't even try to speak that language or, you know, or football, you know, or, or yeah, or whatever, whatever it, it is. is, you know, whatever it is, we tend to force the connections because the physical's so good. And we all know the physical's good. Like we can't lie about the physical. Not well, and good. it clouds your, it clouds your thinking. Let's just be it honest. Really does. And we've talked about that many, this many times. Yeah. It, the physical will cloud your thinking because we got chemicals going. It's, yeah, biology, folks. Super exciting. That's right. So, yeah. All right. So, connection. Because people are like, what's the difference between connection and compatibility? No, there is a difference. There is a difference. There is a difference in compatibility. You already mentioned one thing that I think is really important, and that is, do you feel safe to speak up? Yes. Can you, can you say, it's you know what, this isn't okay with me, or hey, I really just want a night in tonight. I really don't feel up to 
going out and socializing or whatever. Yeah, or I prefer if you're going to ask me about that, you do it nicely or. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. What, what's, what's, how come you seem like you're angry? What's that about? Yes. Is it know. safe to have these conversations with yes, the person? Yes, that would be somebody you are compatible with. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. The safety piece has got to be there. Yeah, it's got to be yeah, there because it it, because it, it it's going to destroy the relationship if it if it isn't right. And yeah, that has to do with respect and everything else as well. It's like, am I going to be respected if I have an opinion? That's right. You know, that's, that's a, different that, that's than making, yours. Yes, that's if I if I place. if mm-hmm. I push back on this, is that going to be a problem? Right, right. That's true. Okay, along with feeling safe, um, can you have productive problem solving conversations? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you need to sit down and solve your problems. I feel a lot of times like people when they say, oh, I know how to work on a relationship or we're both willing to work at this. It just means that we're going to both brush everything under the rug and just build resentments. Yeah. Now there's, there's the, there's the personality types that say we're going to talk about it uh-huh. and never will. Right. And that's not the same and thing. This, this needs to be part of the dating process. Can you sit down and discuss things? You that's know, right. In a, in a productive and calm way. You know, I had just posted on Facebook this video of Brene Brown talking about her energy level, and she checks in with her husband. And yes, the, did you? Did yes, yeah. So seen that she's like, I'm her. at a twenty, and yep. he comes in. I'm at an eighty. I gotcha. Yeah. I can uh-huh. I can handle yes. this. And then she said, if they both come in at like a twenty or ten or whatever, they like they have to sit down and plan. How are they? So they don't yeah. get angry and throw things, you know, and 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 stress at each other right. and all of that. Yes. So that's good communication. That's being able to solve the problem, right? right. Having things like that. Right. Do you remember what that was called so people can watch? It was really oh, great. Oh, it was a Tim Ferriss interview of Brene Brown. Okay. And it was a very short, yes. I think it was maybe less than a minute. Yeah. Um, but it was Tim Ferriss interviewing Brene Brown. And I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. Because I used to talk about some, something similar with my husband because I'm like, I feel like we have a backpack. And sometimes mine is heavy. And you know what? I, I, I'm built to carry mine and the kids' backpacks. But a lot of times I can't carry yours too. That's a good you conversation know? to have. And I, and I said to him, I said, I feel like you never carry my backpack. You know, like sometimes I need my backpack carried. It's like, yeah. I've got a lot. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you know, because our backpacks get heavy. Yes. And sometimes we have to just kind of, you know, stop and go, okay, let me carry it for a few minutes. Well, and that's what a partnership is. A yeah. real partnership is, have you got someone that's willing to carry your backpack when you can't? Yeah. Or, or you can work on it if you both can't carry both each other's backpacks. Yeah, it's or, like you maybe know, we just need to slow that's, down and that's, take a minute. Wouldn't that and, be amazing to know, have yeah. that? That that's 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 a, that's a really important part. Yeah, of compatibility. Like, yeah, if you got it's someone that's to willing to do that to, to, and be able to communicate it. Right, be able to yeah. communicate it. Yes, yes, right there. All right, moving on. Does the relationship feel balanced? We had a good time talking about this. In our brainstorming session. We did. <laughs> Sometimes I think we should record this. Um, <laughs> Some, someday. Someday maybe you'll get the inside scoop. Well, someday we'll have to release the bloopers because yes, those are great. We do have some bloopers. <laughs> so does the relationship feel balanced? We talked about who wears the pants. Is there someone that wears the pants in the relationship that has most of the control or the decision making? There's more or, 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 or more stronger in their personality right. than the other person. 
right? So the relationship needs to be balanced or it needs to feel balanced. I know um, I have a brother with a very white personality and his wife does not. White meaning the color coded personality. Yes, the color coded personality, where he's very mellow and chill, and um, she makes a lot of the decisions and passes them by him. But he is in a safe place to speak up. I always thought, oh my gosh, she's going to eat him alive <laughs> because he's so calm and mellow and sweet, and he's the peacemaker. But it works for them because he feels safe to speak up when he doesn't agree. And so you need to, you know, start mixing these up and realizing like what's going on right. in the relationship. Like, so he's you okay know? that so she okay wears that, the that, pants, quote unquote, quote unquote, because that she does a lot of the decision making because it's like, okay, well, that's off my shoulders. Yeah. I can go in the backyard or I can go in the garage and put around with my projects because she's got everything under control and, you know, right. but yet at the same time, it's worked for 30 years because he feels safe to speak up. And it works for him. Yeah. But if you're in an unbalanced relationship, like you're putting all the effort in. Yeah. Or that you are making all the decisions and you don't want to. Yeah. If you're in that kind of place, the relationship, a compatible relationship is where you feel equally yoked. I've loved that analogy ever since I've heard it. The two, you know, it's yes. like you have to be equally yoked. The two oxen. Yeah. And, and the so yoke. if the man wears the pants and she's okay with that and she can talk to him when there are problems yeah. and he can conceive if, if it's then, a yeah, safe place for him to, for her to say for... you know what that really doesn't work for me right or you know we need to talk this through because i'm confused or whatever is going on you know but hopefully most relationships are equally yeah equally. even yes equally balanced okay do you share the same values let's talk values are honesty and integrity this mean the same thing to both of you Oh, there's a good question. Yeah. Do they mean the same thing to both both of you? Yeah, hmm. they need to. I mean, a conversation you might have to have, you know, what is integrity to you? It might be something different. Um, do you share the same philosophies on life? Like, hopefully. Like, what kind of yeah. philosophies? Let's throw some out. I think that life should be fun. Maybe the road should be smooth and easy where somebody else is like, I think that life should be more serious and that we should make a lot of money and not memories and someone else. So, yeah. Your philosophies on life. Where are you, where are you going? What do you really want I think out of it? That, I think that, you know, someone maybe says, I think we need to be working on our personal growth all the time. And someone's like, oh, no, let's just go have fun. I this We don't need to worry about that stuff. I got this covered. I'm just going to go to work and... Right. You so know. just our life philosophies. What, where do you see your life going? What do you think needs to happen, this road of life? You know, I tend to be a fun person. If we want to talk about colors, I'm very yellow. <laughs> I'm know? very blue, and which so is relationship. I need to go and have fun. So to marry somebody who doesn't understand that would be really hard for me. It's like, no, it's fun time. Like, we just clean the whole house. It's fun time. Right. You know, we just did all the yard work. It is fun time because there needs to be a balance. Right. In there. So yeah, you do need to share the same values. Philosophies. Absolutely. Yes. Make sure that you're on the same page with those. I know a lot of times I've talked to people who um, had different views of going steady or being exclusive or calling each other boyfriend, girlfriend. They were 
just different. The views were different. So make sure you talk through things. What does this mean? Yeah. The next step in our relationship, what does this mean? Yeah. I think that's super important to communicate about those things. Right. Not make assumptions. See, it's so easy to make assumptions because we we think, we think, well, we think we're in a pool of like-minded people when it comes to like Latter-day Saints. If that's the type of people you're dating, then then we think we we may ha- see the see the world the same but no not it's necessarily not necessarily true it is not so yeah make sure we have these interesting conversations about <laughs> all that stuff okay do you have the same goals i love to ask engaged couples this what you, what's your plans for the future they'll be like wait what do you mean yeah like your kids are all gone in a couple years what's your plans for the future well, what do you mean? Are you going to travel? Are you saving money for retirement? Do you have financial plans, goals? Do you have a financial person? And they're like, we're just in love. Mm. You know, this is part of Are your you compatibility. Gonna, yeah, right. You need to make sure that this, you have the same goals. Right. And Are the same you, plans. What, what's the plan with the kids if you've got kids involved? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the kids are gone and I want to travel, but he doesn't. We never talked about that. We never talked about the plans for the future. We never talked about the future at all because we were so busy just being in love. What did it matter? <laughs> right? So right. compatibility, you need to be compatible in the area. Yeah. Of, it's one planning on going on a mission and the other one doesn't want to go. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I, that's a big deal. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a big deal. So talk about your goals. You need to have compatible goals for the future yeah. because... You're not just, it's not just for now. Are you a prepper and you're going to get a, get a cabin Uh in the woods and make sure it's got, Mm -hmm. you know, solar and all of your water and all of that. Um, You better be talking about that. Are you retiring close to the beach or the mountains? Right. Yeah. That sounds like nothing, but it's something. Right. No, no, no. That's something. something. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure, make sure that you have the same goals and plans for the future. Okay. Do you have similar needs for individual time and time together? Ooh, this is an important one. It totally is. You need time to be yourself. Yeah, this is an important one because I don't think we think about it very much. I don't think we talk about this very much. But the but that, you know, how are you seeing things in the future? You know, yeah. are you planning on, you know, spending eight hours a day by yourself and, and tell them to yeah. Stay out of my space. Like retirement, I need eight hours. Yeah. yeah. It's like you need to agree on time for yourself. Okay. We need a girl night or a guy night, a night away from each other once a month, once a week. Um, you know, what's really important to you in your social life, you know, and when are we going to have date night? When are we going to spend time together? And what does that look like? That's a good thing. Yeah. So you need to be very on practical, same page, but very important. Yeah, and people don't think about it. No, because we, we, we all have to deal with our time. Yeah. With our time and how we, use, how we spend our time. Yeah. Are you going to be offended if I spend one night a week with the girls? Because I've done that forever, and we just have this planned thing, this unspoken plan that we all just go out Thursday night. Are you going to have a problem with that? You know? Right. Well, and things like who's... You know, and maybe, maybe, but I think, you know, how's the cooking going to go? How's the cleaning going to go? How's, oh yeah, you know, what are, what are the expectations with what you expect me to do? And what do you expect you to do? And what's that going to look like? 
Yeah. Yeah. On a daily basis. Yep. It all needs to be talked about. Well, and then you literally need to be on the same page with it. If you're arguing about it all the time, you are, that's not an area oh, you're no. really compatible yeah. in. But this is, no. it's an important area. It is an important area. Day-to-day things are very important. we got to think about this. Right. Who's going to be handling the finances? Are you going to mm. separate them? You know, yeah. oh, are you yeah. going to keep them separate? I mean, how are you planning on spending your money? If you have kids still in the house, how much money is going to be going to them? Right. You know, I mean, those are important. Finance, finances can tear apart a marriage. Like, so you need to be on the same page with, you know. Yeah, are you compatible on, on how, yeah. you, how you're going to be spending money? Yeah. And if you're both horrible spenders, then maybe that's not a great thing to be compatible. <laughs> maybe that's not a great Right, right, right. <laughs> Super Area. important. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Do you have common interests? This is so important. This is so important. Do you do things together that you both enjoy? Yeah. Are you looking forward to doing those things together? That's such a big deal. That's a big dopamine thing that you do together. You know, it's like, are we looking forward to this trip because we both like to travel? This cruise because we both like cruises. You know, there is um, Esther Perez, who's a very well-known marriage therapist, talks about needing to have risk in relationship, needing to keep the interest in the relationship. And some of that can be going to a different town, going on a cruise sometime when you've never been on one, or it could be reading a different, you know, opening your mind up to a different kind of book, thought, you know, practice, you know, like yoga or meditation, or if you haven't done it before or whatever, just, it's so important for a healthy relationship. And she was talking, you know, some of, some of this she's talking is like sexual relationship, Oh, yeah. you know, to, to have an interest that's peaked, that there's some risk. Are you willing to take steps outside of maybe a little bit out of your comfort be zone, adventurous. be adventurous yes. in your life, in your daily life, as you're moving forward, you know, are you willing are you to on do the those? same page with that? Though? Yeah. Are and are you on the same page? People? I feel, well, you and know. maybe if you aren't an adventurous couple, or maybe if you aren't adventurous person, I'm saying that that's actually an important part of keeping the relationship alive is just to even just do a little bit, right? you know, but But you both need to be compatible in this too. Yes. This is where the compatibility comes in is that you're both into, you know, the same things. It's like, are you adventurous? Do you both want to try new things? And I love trying new things and, oh, I hate trying new things. Right. I'm very, you know, I'm very happy with my normal routine. And, and have you talked about it? Like I, I have a friend who's very much wants, very much a country girl and she wants to be out in the country. She's been married for a long time and happily married. And he's very much likes the city and all of that. And they're working out how to do that. Yeah. So that's some of the things, you but know, I'm are you interested? compatible in a lot of other areas yeah. that they're oh, not yeah. working out every single area. Right. Yes. Exactly. But, you know, are your interests in, in nature or in, in construction, you know, architecture yeah, yes. or, but you, you know, what's some, yeah, you need to have and some, maybe not all, sure. but you definitely need to have some. Absolutely. One of, I was Gosh. talking one of my girlfriends into dating this guy and she goes, and everything he does is kind of extreme sports. And blah. I said, you love that stuff. And she goes, oh, yeah, I do. So like on their honeymoon, because they got married, she, they're both jumping off cliffs and, and you know, and, and doing some more extreme things that, that 
I personally would not be game for. I'm afraid of heights, you know? Yeah. So, but they're both very compatible in that. And it was just funny. She brought that up. I'm like, you like that. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Four wheeling. You love that stuff. And so it's fun. It's fun to watch them be married and, and having a good time together. Okay. Which Couple, we all want. We of all want course. to be having a good yes. time together. Yes. Um, similar backgrounds. Not necessary, but super helpful. Because yeah. at this point in our lives, like we grew up with someone. We got married in our 20s. Our brains weren't even fully developed. And we grew up with this person and took on the same ideas and stuff. And so similar backgrounds are helpful, not necessary, but sometimes really, really helpful. Yeah. I. This is one of the reasons, I mean, I mean I'll be really honest with you. I mean, you and I both know marriage is challenging. Yeah. And, I, and I've lived in a foreign country. I've lived in Africa. Yeah. Lived in the Congo for a year and loved my friends there, love my friends there and LDS friends, some of them. And I just couldn't even imagine trying to build a life with someone who's had such a different, yeah, comes from such a different yes. culture. Oh yeah. You know, oh, yeah. such a different mindset background, even though, even though we were compatible, some of my friends are very compatible. We're very compatible mm -hmm. on yeah. our goals for the future and our spiritual, all this stuff like that. Or, yeah. I just can't imagine marrying someone who's had that different of a background right. and a language barrier, but, yes. but language words are really important to me. And so yeah. that's really important to me. So other people may not find that as, as important. But I mean, I worked with a teacher that had been teaching English for 30 years. Right. And there was still times when I noticed there was some miscommunication, right? Because right. right. there's just, it comes from a different world. Oh yeah. Right? Oh for sure. I mean, but so, and he was a former bishop and a member of the church. And so, yeah. I mean, you know, a great guy, really, yeah. really great guy. But I'm like, yeah, you know what? I want to just say probably not for me. I just am not sure I would date right. someone that d doesn't have English as their main language. Right. And I mean, people do it and they make it work. And um, they make it work. But that's yeah. just me, you know. Right. And and I just think a cultural background like that would be something you need to consider. Right. Um, there's other kind of backgrounds that are almost as foreign to each other. Um, somebody who grew up really wealthy and somebody who grew up with no money who has that scarcity mentality. Right. Still. The mentality is very know, different. The mentality is very different. This, this you know, mentality of... I have plenty. And then this other mentality of, oh my gosh, I have nothing, you know? And so it's like those kind of things. Um, I always talk about my husband and I coming from, I came from the hoarder house. My mom was mentally ill and was the hoarder. And my husband came from the neat freak house. And that was an interesting combination because yeah. I literally, and I wanted to learn how to be neater, but I had no background in that at all. No organizational skills, no nothing. It, even though I tried to, you know, keep my area neater, um, I just didn't have that mindset or that That's skill a set. challenge. That can put a lot of pressure on a relationship. And I really had yeah. to grow a lot. But yeah, there was a ton of pressure on that. Yeah. And so, yeah, so similar backgrounds are important. I have to, I, I just thought as we're talking about this, so I moved to New Jersey. I was mostly lived in the West. Well, no, I lived in the Midwest. I lived in St. Louis. I was raised in St. Louis. But then I've lived most, you know, in California, Wyoming, Utah, Um and we moved back to New Jersey for three years. And I had lived there. We lived there in Manhattan earlier for a year and year and a half. And then we went moved to New Jersey with our kids when, when we when our kids were all born and a little bit older. And um, people would smile who'd lived in New Jersey and say, oh, yeah, it's 
it's it's almost like a foreign country and and it, it the the mentality there the way they think is so different than my thinking right and so even in the united states mm-hmm. we have very different perspectives based on where we were raised right you know yes. and the type uh-huh. of family we're raised in of course oh, yeah. but these are yeah. all really important things to Really watch to, out for. To, to really consider and Are yeah, we really compatible I mean, in this way? You know, or are we willing to change? Um, or are we willing compa- are we compatible in how we raise kids if we have kids that we're going to be bringing into the, you and know. And that's a big one. That is a big one. Um, because that that does come from our background, mostly how we raise yeah, kids. Either absolutely. we want to do things completely different or we want to do things very similar to what our parents did or, or whatever. But yeah, when you're blending families, holy cow, that definitely needs to be a discussion. And hopefully that's a compatible thing that, so the poor kids aren't confused, um, something that's talked about. But the last thing I wanted to talk about is similar love languages. Mm, yes. Um, it's going to be that much easier. You can learn to speak somebody's love language if it isn't yours, but if you have the same, or at least in the top two, there's the same, you're that much further along in the relationship to be able to know how to speak that love language. So important. So important. And you, wouldn't you want, wouldn't you want to, to give yourself as much, um, you know, headway into a great relationship as, you know, as many of these yes. things as possible. Yes. So that the, so that every, the, the odds are stacked in your favor. Yes. You're right? not going to be compatible in every single no, area. No, no. But, but as many as you can. And, and I think the love language is a big deal. It, I mean, it really is. And, you know, like I said, you can learn to speak somebody else's love language, but that's like making a conscious effort. Oh my gosh, there are words of affirmation person. Have I done that today? Right. <laughs> you know, because if you're not, if that's not important to you, that's going to be a hard thing to think of. Right. You know, it's like, oh, they love gifts. Oh my gosh, I haven't, oh, what, what little token can I leave on their pillow? Or, you know, if that is not your love That language, would put you know, so much pressure on me. Gifts is not my thing. I know, it's not, <laughs> I know, my, it's it's like, not mine either. I love I can do gifts. it a, yeah. occasionally, but I mean, it's like if I had a relationship where that was like the thing, I'd be like, ah, it would be a work. conscious, I'm, I'm good for birthdays and Christmas. I, yeah, I, I, I am too. I can do that. Yeah. And sometimes that's hard, but still. Yeah. I can. I've grown to, to learn how to do that. But first. I'm definitely a better gift giver than receiver. Because uh, everybody's <laughs> like, you're so hard to buy for. And I'm like, just take me to lunch. It's like Aww. my birthday. It's like, because I'm a quality time person. I'd rather sit across the table and visit than, oh, me too. I'm a quality than time open person. a present, you know. So, but I do like, I do enjoy giving gifts. Um, but yes, so love languages. It's like the top two, make sure that there's some similars in there or that it's not going to be a difficult thing for you to speak theirs. Because the love languages, I mean, when you think about it, we just talked about it. You know, that's hard. I'm not a words of affirmation person. So it's really hard for me to go, oh, like, let me affirm you. (laughs) (laughs) Is it going to sound okay coming out of my mouth? (laughs) I know. It's like, how could I naturally validate you and make you feel important? You know, because that's not first nature to me to receive it. So anyways, compatibility and connection. So important. And there's all these different ways. And I know there's even more than what we've talked oh, about. Oh, for sure. Um, but, but be thinking about this. Yes. Be, be conscious of this. Be consciously dating. And this is part of conscious dating is looking at these things, yes. looking at it in yourself, looking real, re, in reality, what is it that you really, really 
want, and really need. Right. Well, when you think about things in common, oh my gosh, we have so much in common. What are they really? Yeah. Ask yourself the question. Yes. What do we really have in common? Yeah. What's really going on here? Yeah. And especially in the areas of connection, make sure that you've got all four. Yeah. And seriously, figure this out from the very beginning and yes. save yourself time and effort. I mean, yes. there have been times when, when I'll have a guy reach out to me online and I'll be like, um, what, what, what do you see that we would, you know, what are interests that are yeah, similar? Besides, I'm not seeing besides it. Besides the physical thing. I'm not seeing it because yes. all you're posting is about is sports and I... Don't have anything about sports on my page. Right. Not that I don't like it and not that I would, but I'm just saying. Right. If that's all they're posting, I'm like, what do you see that's, you know. Yeah. Do you see something in there? But I've had men go, well, we're both LDS and so we can make it work. Uh, And it's uh, like, "Mm, probably not. I I just, one more story. I just remember. And this is, this is what made me really think it was very eye opening. When I first started dating, my daughter was very, probably too much involved. She was 16, 17. I think she was 17 when, when I first started getting online and there was this guy and he was cute and he was from Pleasant Grove and I was from Pleasant Grove. And, and you're my, like, ooh. I know. And <laughs> very, very good looking. And we were chatting here and there and nothing really consistent. And my daughter goes, he comes into Ace Hardware all the time. She worked at the Pleasant Grove Ace Hardware. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, don't you dare say anything. So of course she did. Oh, she did? <laughs> she goes... <laughs> She goes, hey. She goes, oh my gosh, I recognize you. You've been chatting with my mom. Oh no. And I, I know. And I'm like, you didn't. And and he, she literally says, are you ever going to ask her out? And he goes, no. She doesn't like motorcycles. Every one of his pictures was of him in the desert jumping motorcycles. Oh. Every okay. single one of his mm, pictures were mm. him in some kind of motorcycle gear. He was very much into that. Every night, every weekend, every everything. Yeah, he was super cute. And we chatted okay. He was on the quieter side. But yeah, and it was very eye-opening for me to have him go, nope, like he saw it. It's like, we're not compatible because he'd asked me. He's like, do you like motorcycles in the desert pretty much? And I was like, "Um, put me on the back of a motorcycle and drive me through a canyon and I'll be there all day. But no, jumping motorcycles, racing motorcycles, the dirt bike thing. Oh, yeah, you and I would be the same. Yeah, I not, don't think yeah. I could do that. But yeah. he saw it and I didn't because all I was thinking was, wow, he's got the deepest blue eyes and the loveliest blonde right. hair. And, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, nothing in common. And I'm like, well, I'm glad he saw that because I was like, oh. Yeah, it's a ding next. Mm-hmm. Ding next. Don't be afraid to do that. Be yep. courageous in your dating. Yep. Set yourself up ahead of time to find someone who really is going to, like I said, get you on the end of things where you're going to be, you know, the odds are really in your favor yes. rather than the where opposite. Where you can be really happy together. Yeah. You know, it's just it, when it fits together easily, and I love it when people say that, it was all so easy. When they found their person and they got remarried, it was all so easy. It just fit together nicely, and hopefully it goes that way for everyone. Hopefully. Yep. Not, and maybe not always. Maybe some of us have a little different journey. But yeah. But yeah. This has been great, Sharon. I always love talking to you. (laughs) Hope you guys enjoyed this. And see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and click the button to follow us. 
You can reach either Sharon or I at datetoyourpotential.com. We work with people who are single or married. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you.